Hey everyone, Mike here with the Hilco Homes podcast with another episode. Today we're going to deviate from the norm and we're going to try something different and hopefully it's going to be fun and you enjoy it. So stay tuned. So we are in the month of December. We're coming up to the end of the year and I have Adriel with me. So Adriel, one of the acquisition partners and he helps run the, uh, the media stuff for Hilco Homes. Today, our topic is company culture and um, that I know it's not specifically or directly related to uh, real estate investing or wholesaling. Um, But I do think it's important to talk about company culture if you're building a business in real estate investing or wholesaling. And um, we wanted to touch on some of the stuff that we do here at Hilco and what we've seen with other companies and what they do with their teams. And uh, yeah, just have a little chat about, you know, what what can you do to motivate your team, keep your team uh, happy and active, engaged, and, and in general, um, you know how your team fits together to to reach the goals that everyone's you know striving and aiming for um, as a as a group within the company. So, um, I mean, here at Hillco, uh, there's there's a number of core philosophies, uh, ideas rather that that we stick to. And one of them is, you know, uh, integrity, loyalty, and basically transparency. Like we, we want to be honest about the things that we do when it comes to operating a business, whether it's being upfront about our assignment fee with the contract, um, you know, whatever's happening with the deal, uh, being in good communication with the buyers and the sellers. Um, ultimately at the end of the day, we want to make sure that, you know, we maintain a very high quality of communication and and business. Um, so that's kind of a prerequisite for anybody that comes through the doors of Hilco as a team member. Uh, when we do interviews, you know, that's, that's something we look for. That's the type of character that, that, we want to have in the team. Um, and I know every company is different, so we can only speak to, you know, what we do here, here at Hilco. Um, and you know, it's not always, uh, work, you know, sometimes there's a, there's a time for work and there's a time for play. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't really touch on that aspect or that side of a business. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the things Hillco does and what we've been a part of with, uh, some of the other teams. Um, so Adriel, I know that upcoming, um, I think it's next week, we have a potluck party. Um, that we are going to have uh, Cherry come through, who is a, a, a apparently an award-winning uh, barber, hairstylist. I'm not sure what her her title is, but Barbara, she Barbara. Uh, she also does wholesaling, and um, she's going to be here at the office giving haircuts. And um, you know, that's, I think. Uh, do you know if the uh, the lineup or the scheduling has already been booked? I believe they can find more information on Facebook. They can see the recent post and there are appointment times. I think there's okay. about five to six people already set up. 
I don't know what there's a cap on, but it's supposed to be a really great event. A lot of different companies coming by, actually, uh, co-wholesalers and wholesalers alike, talking wholesale and getting haircuts and networking and having uh, a good time. And everybody's supposed to bring a dish and do, you know, whatever for for a day. Um, I know Hillary uh, sent out a message to everyone was like, yeah, I know we're basically not going to get any work done on, on, what is it, Wednesday that we're doing it? And mm-hmm. she's like, so make sure you work extra hard Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday, because no one's getting stuff done Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's, it's fun when we have little, little things like that, uh, especially when we get to invite over people from other companies that yeah, definitely. swing by the Hillco office and, you know, chat, hang out and, you know, just shoot the breeze, so to speak. Um, yeah. And I think that's the fun thing about their, the experiences you get to see their culture and see how well they get along and how they hold themselves, uh, not accountable, but it's just, you can tell who's on the team and why they're on the team just <laughs> and, and what role they play just on how great they, they, talk with each other, network with yeah, each other. Yeah. And uh, that's, it's exciting. It's kind of like whenever you were in school and your classroom, for whatever reason, was going into the next classroom to see a video or a movie, whatever. <laughs> it was, it was pretty cool like yeah. being in a different classroom. Like, oh, hey, I actually know that person. So this is just the adult real estate version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Networking version of that. Yeah. I know, uh, Quentin and his team, uh, they have like an Xbox or something set up at their office, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, they got like an Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and they play Mario Kart, Super Smash during yeah. their lunch, of course. So they know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. But <laughs> uh, I was actually going to message them, have them bring it by. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty. <laughs> that'd cool. be funny. Yeah. <laughs> get get everybody uh, on a Super Smash Bros. tournament. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Playing for cash. <laughs> <laughs> playing playing for contracts. Playing for contracts. There you go. Um, uh, one of the other things we do here is uh, we have a uh, fermented Fridays, which was kind of a um, so before being at this office, we were at Geekdom, which is a, a shared uh, office community space uh, for entrepreneurs here in San Antonio. Um, and one of the things that the Geekdom staff would do for all of the uh, paid members is have an event called Fermented Friday. And one of the businesses that were, you know, one of the Geekdom members uh, would sponsor the event and basically, you know, pay for a bunch of beer and a pizza or something. And, um, you know, all the, all the geekdom members would come down to a a floor and just kind of network, hang out and, you know, have pizza and and food. And, uh, that was a really cool idea. Uh, they were doing it every Fridays, but we kind of adapted it to our own and we do it once uh, a month. Uh, we pick a Friday that, everybody is available or we can make sure that nobody like double book something or, or anything like that. And, you know, Marco and Hillary go and pick up, a uh, uh, some like shiner or, uh, revolver beer and bring it to the office. And, uh, everybody else pitches in and either brings snacks or we all like order a pizza and split it or something. And, you know, just kind of take an afternoon to, to relax and hang out and talk, uh, you know, what stuff that's not, real estate related and you know get to know each other a little better personally um and we do a lot of little things like that you know we uh i know once a month actually you no know, once a quarter we try to do a uh, like a, a team dinner or lunch or something 
um, where Marco and Hillary take us out to a restaurant and we kind of just hang out, chill, eat food, um, you know, just to, to relax as a team. Um, and I think that's important for, for any team because not only does it, um, it gets everybody closer to each other on a personal level, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it shows from, from a leadership perspective that you care about your, your team. You know, you want to uh, show that uh, you are interested in who they are as a person and what's going on in their lives outside of the work environment. Um, and of course, like you can only like know or do so much about that. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, keeping it's it good to make keeping it professional. Yeah. Keeping uh, it professional. But, um, yeah, I mean, things like that are, are, are really fun. Um, I know one thing I'm going to be doing, uh, for, for this year, um, uh, this was more of just an idea, um, you know, as a person that has a lot of hobbies, I, I like to, uh, one of the things I like to do is draw and I do some digital art. So I decided for the team, I was going to turn everybody into a comic book character that was, uh, based on a, you know, real comic book character. Uh, so for example, like Marco, his favorite comic book character is Spider-Man. So I'm going to make him into a version of Spider-Man. Um, and originally I was going to do it where, um, I was going to have the whole team as like a team picture, uh, and, uh, you know, turn it into like a comic book cover. Um, if the whole team was like a justice league or Avengers or whatever. Um, but then I was thinking, uh, I had another idea and I actually got that idea today and, um, you know, ran it by Laura, my wife, and she thought it was really, really fun and unique. And I haven't done this yet, so I'm, I'm going to have to figure it out. But I was thinking instead of doing a team picture, I would do individual pictures, but in the form of like a, a trading card, you know, like a, like the Pokemon cards or like a magic, the gathering or something like that. Um, where it has like the person's name or like their character name and then has like all their stats. Um, I thought that would be kind of fun. I mean, it's, uh, there's not a whole lot out there that I've seen that is like that. Um, and that would be kind of a, a, a neat little personalized gift, um, that, you know, I'm based, I'm, I'm making it from scratch, you know, that's, mm-hmm. but I like to do that kind of stuff anyway. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty interesting to see once it's all said and done. I'm a big comic person myself. Uh, what I would be doing is probably just bringing food for everybody. <laughs> Something like that. I'm like, Merry Christmas. Here's an enchilada. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, as far as on the on the culture side of things, yeah, it's super awesome to have that type of open uh, relationship with everyone as far as, as professional uh, standards go. Um, because... When work feels like work, you don't really get work done. But if you're having fun, <laughs> that is something else. You know, and you can quote me on that because that sounded cool, right? <laughs> how I said it. I don't even remember how it came out, but it's okay. We're recording it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, every every business has does something different to maintain a company culture and. Um, you know, like we, I said at the beginning, like, um, every, every company itself is, is different. Um, and and it attracts a different type of person. And I think that's what's kind of fun and interesting when, when working with another team, because, 
you know, like we we had uh, Jason on here the other day, who basically does like the same thing I do, but for uh, for Quentin, mm-hmm. and uh, and it it kind of re- uh, reminded me of this skit that I wanted to do, and we talked about this the other day too. Like, um, I don't know if anybody who's listening ever watches the show Silicon Valley, um, but there's an episode where the CEO of like the big bad company in the, in the show is like standing in his office, looking out the window at like the parking lot, like entrance area. And he's, and he like turns to his, uh, like spiritual advisor or whatever. And he's like, you ever noticed that they traveled in groups and like, uh, then it, it like brings attention. Like the camera, like looks out into the parking lot and like, sure enough, like you see like all the different people like traveling in groups of four. And he's like, there's always the white guy with the beard, the the like the Asian, and then like the odd my the other minority person, and then the overweight guy, you know, and like they're like going between all the different groups, and like sure enough, they're like all like the same, mm-hmm. but um, uh, but it's like it's it's kind of true, like you know, every every team like has that like one stereotype person uh, in in their organization, even though the organization itself might be like pretty different from from what you have um and i just thought that was funny but i thought about doing a skit where we like uh talk about like a wholesaler companies like you ever notice these wholesalers like have have their like uh i don't know like main acquisition person or like uh the super charismatic guy like the numbers guy or whatever right Mm -hmm. and then like kind of pan around or like uh, maybe even do it where like uh, two of the teams like meet each other and we talked about this with yeah. uh what's his name um uh from uh hbhs right here mcgill diaz yeah yeah the, oh man it was like well one while one team's walking out the other one's walking in they all kind of like nod at each other like knowing that <laughs> they're like kind of the reverse of each other yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> that'd be funny. the doppelganger yeah yeah that'd be cool uh yeah, that, that would be super awesome when we start doing stuff like that. They're on; he's on board. Also, when we told Jason the idea with Infinity Gauntlet and Cash Buyers, and he's on board. So one of these days, look out for super awesome collab video of these. I think it'd be companies. hilarious to do a like, um, like, just like a a comedic like fight scene, like the mm-hmm. one from uh, Anchorman. Anchorman, yeah. yeah, where all the different news crews show up. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to be all different wholesale companies and all of a sudden, you know, we're going to call for backup and then yeah. our hard money sponsors are going to come <laughs> up behind us. You know, we have Jade, they have Wildcat, <laughs> then everybody's going to get their contractor guy coming out like they have Roll Foundation. We got, <laughs> that'd be really cool. Just, uh, we'll have, uh, I just had this idea right now live. Uh, <laughs> Wholesale Olympics. <laughs> There's nice. different different teams on a different game, <laughs> uh, representing their team. Uh, so you know, like the handoff or yeah. shot put, or you know, they'll be more related to uh, you know Wholesale. cold calling. Yeah, yeah. cold call. That'd be uh, funny. Uh, contracting a buyer on the first appointment, whatever. <laughs> it could be like little stations set up with, <laughs> with like a, a like commentator. Yeah, like exactly. A, like a golf commentator. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Excellent penmanship right there. Excellent penmanship, and he does it again. Wow, astonishing! He got the contract. You know, thirty-two pages in. <laughs> thirty-two pages in, and the seller agrees. They're nodding heads. 
fantastic. He's done it again, folks. Third gold medal this year. What? He's already closed the deal? Oh, my God. <laughs> Titles approved it. He's received funding. Oh, my God. All in ex- the first appointment. <laughs> the crowd's going wild. Closing dates in two days. <laughs> it was a win-win for everybody. Never heard before. Oh, man. But uh, no, I think it's exciting as far as culture and, and a real big part, like what I want to kind of tie this into is how do you spread culture through podcasts or through the videos or how do we get our international viewers on our side on like, hey, you mind doing a video with us? Maybe it'll be a video chat or, mm-hmm. you know, just dip into those markets and, and how do we start helping those overseas investing here in town? And being a part of the team to where like they feel like part of the team, the culture, you know, all, all our VAs in the Philippines. How do we how do we get those uh, as close to having our in-office experience or having fun or getting to know us? You know, yeah, I think part of it is just uh, consistent communication and, and transparency. I mean, being authentic, like um, a, a really good example, actually, is, um, you know, we've had. Uh, two people reach out to us about doing deals with us through the podcast. Like they didn't follow us on Facebook. They had no idea who we were on Instagram or any other social media platform, but somehow they came across us listening to the podcast and they listened to a number of episodes. And uh, I remember one, one person was like, you know, like, wow, these guys are, are like really authentic and open and willing to share a lot of information. Like I want to do business with these people. Um, I think at this point it's more of a matter of getting the content out to more people and and like consistently. Um, but just being yourself, like honest and just, putting out stuff, you know, consistently is really all it takes. You know, the, the hard part is putting it out there for enough people that you start seeing engagement coming back to you. But, um, like right now we have a pretty small audience. I mean, all things considered, it's a, it's a decent following for a small time podcast. You know, like we don't do this full time. It's not, um, you know, super big, like production value or anything like that but but we're we've been pretty decent at consistency of doing at least once a week um i know there's that little period when like i went on vacation i was gone for like two weeks and then it like you know playing catch up for like another two weeks so there was like really a a period of like two and a half months where it took me uh, i didn't do any of the podcasting and nobody else was doing any of the podcasts for hilco so by the time i got back on board like yeah we were starting to be a little bit better about it. Um, but you know, that I think kind of, uh, hurt our momentum of, of growing the podcast, but it is what it is. And when we're back and we're still putting out content, it's just, um, I think as long as we're consistent and honest, that's, that's what, what matters. Definitely. Definitely. I was just thinking while you're saying that we're back better than ever. <laughs> Hilco podcast return. <laughs> just hitting it strong with the content on, uh, on just helping out the wholesale community and investors yeah. on last week's episode. <laughs> recap. <laughs> recap of last podcast. Uh, Which like, uh, I don't know if anybody who's listening ever watched like Dragon Ball Z growing up, but oh, yeah. it's like 
the recap and like the um, like I guess the preview of the next episode literally took up like half the episode. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> They're really betting on the cutscenes and staring and the uh, yeah. all shocks and they can't even move because yeah. it's so crazy. <laughs> They're so startled by it. Um, I remember um, like they, they would show that like, I don't know, like four o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon, like basically right after school. And then in high school, I got like super busy with extracurriculars. So like I almost never was able to watch it after school but on uh, i think it was telemundo the next morning they would show the same episode but in but spanish, spanish. <laughs> so i would like catch up on it like because i would wake up pretty early anyway and by the time everybody else was getting like ready and done like ready to go to school or go to work like they i had already like watched the episode but I, th- I always thought it was funny how like the voice actors, uh, the Spanish voice voice actors were like quite a bit different than the English voice actors, mm-hmm. and uh, and I always joke around and be like, "Impossible." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. How do you even say "super saiyan" in Spanish? I don't know. I don't super remember. Super saiyan <laughs> or saiyan de super. Yeah, they probably say it like that. Uh, I was just thinking about you know that's a topic there is just using that reference on dragon ball z being so popular and growing obviously that's what we're trying to get to is like how do we get people addicted to watching hilco content for wholesale i mean can it be comical can it be serious but at the same time now we have to even prepare there's a whole spanish audience especially in the city that we live in san antonio texas so imagine every piece of content now we do have a second back-to-back showing mm-hmm. but for spanish viewers and yeah, in spanish yeah. no i've actually been thinking about that like over the last maybe month and a half or so mm-hmm. about um doing the podcast um basically doing it in spanglish like combining not i, I wouldn't say so much bilingual because if it was bilingual it would be more of like saying something in English and then repeating the same thing in Spanish, you know, so that it's the same content, but done in both languages. Whereas a Spanglish content would be, uh, you know, combining and, and mixing English words English and, and Spanish, Spanish words, words yeah. within the same like comments or statements or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've thought about doing that to attract, uh, uh that demographic and that audience. Mm-hmm, definitely. I think it's something that we have to consider eventually, if not, bringing on a whole latino like team or like and vice versa goes for uh our french canadian viewers you know let's get some french division team that they can handle doing an episode or if not like obviously we'll produce the content we just need the voice or maybe uh we get to that level and they're happy to do it and we're look that person is looking for that step up or that premiere of creating their content like great you can just create everything that we're doing but in in your native language for your viewers or just have someone like transcribe subtitles exactly that that, you know anybody watching can can and i think that's the more friendly way to starting that is like you know obviously having the titles and then even do it maybe doing an audio voiceover like Mm -hmm. dub (laughs) like dub and version until there's a whole production behind it to where like hey at the same time but you're uh, native language or at a yeah. different schedule tune in for this alternative 
and you know just the cultural spread and people get the f- that's where I was kind of tying this back into cult uh, culture and team building is you know really I want to dive into what pieces can be shared and what are obviously going to be unique to the individual but mm-hmm. can be like a cookie cutter to where like hey have fun with this but at the same time you know you're going to be growing exponentially you know yeah yeah i mean that, that that's that's the hard part because everybody's different everybody's market is different they're um you know even like here at hilco like um you could be working a, a, a lead and they don't want to work with you. But if like Alex calls them for whatever reason, like their chemistry with him is better and they'll continue talking to him, but not you. And you know, like, that's, that's the same for, for businesses. Like you could literally have the exact same product or service, but sometimes they don't just don't connect with one business and they will with another, you know? Right. So it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this has been a, a a short little fun, different episode for for the Hilco Homes podcast. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up, and we're gonna jump onto a Facebook Live. And uh, for those of you who uh, watch us and follow us on Facebook, thank you. And for those of you listening uh, that haven't followed us on Facebook or Instagram, you definitely should. Um, every, every Wednesday we try that that's, that's the key word. We, we do our best to be consistent, but every, every week on Wednesdays at two, we have a Facebook live ask wholesale show, uh, where you, the viewer can chime in in real time and ask us live questions about wholesaling or investing or business in general. And we'll, we'll do our best to give you those answers. Um, uh, so yeah, take take some time to check that out. And again, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, ideas, you want to be on the show, let us know. Send me an email, Mike, M-I-K-E at hillcohomes.com. So till next time. Thanks. Thanks.